to go into communion tonight, but just before we do, let's, um, I wanted to mention just a few things, starting off in the, uh, in our series in Esther. Um, Most of you have this book, it's a Bible Basics for Everyone. If you didn't get one of these, see me or Lawrence, and we'll get you one before you leave today. Um, But in in this book, it kind of gives an overview of um, the books of the Bible. This is what it says about Esther. Uh, I guess that would be page 51. Although God is not mentioned by name even once in the entire book of Esther, he is obviously operating behind the scenes to strengthen the resolve of Esther, a woman who uses integrity and intelligence to save her nation. It is a story of court intrigue and evil machinations with lots of danger and suspense. It is also a fairy tale-like story of a princess who finds a way to rescue her people from an evil plot. And finally, it is the story of the origin of the Feast of Purim, the only non-Mosaic feast in the Jewish calendar. The story probably takes place during the time period covered by the book Ezra. Um, some key moments in Esther, Esther's courageous stand in chapter 4, and the institution of the Feast of Purim in Esther chapter 9. It mentions the Feast of Purim, and uh, the, the word Purim came from the word um, that's, that, um, I guess it's P-U-R is how we would um, spell it, and it has to do with casting lots. And it's what Haman did to decide, choose which day he wanted to use to basically uh, kill all the Jews. And he decided on the 13th day of the 12th month of the year. And so um, now in Jewish history, uh, actually to this very day, they celebrate that day as the day of Purim. Um, It's a celebration of Purim. And during that day, they're supposed to read through the book of, of uh, Esther together, and they're to celebrate um, the deliverance, um, the rescuing of the nation, the fact that the nation didn't get slaughtered as the edict of the king had them to, to do, but it was saved through um, Esther's uh, heroics. <clears throat> it reminds me, though, oftentimes, just like I mentioned this morning, we have Memorial Day, we have holidays, and, um, you know, if we're not careful... Um, you know, I'm sitting in, 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 in the backyard. I was in Indiana, happened to be at, at uh, uh, the Williams uh, uh, home, Heidi's parents. And, you know, it's good to have family everywhere, isn't it? We could just go there and hang out. So we did that, and they, they cooked out, and we just had a great time. But it's so, and, and we did stop and recognize what Memorial Day was for. But it's so easy to go through the whole day, and, you know, you got your day off. And what you do is you get your day off list, things to do, Right. I'm going to cut the grass, I'm going to clean the car, I'm going to whatever, wash clothes, clean the closet, whatever. I'm going to take advantage of this day off. Or maybe I'm going to relax and go to the park or take the kids somewhere. And those are all okay things to do, but so often we forget what the day was set to observe. And we need to find ways to observe that. I think that has happened in, in my reading. I ran across this day of Purim, and I think the Jews today, they still celebrate it. And it takes a lot for them to remember 
why it was instituted. And the book of Esther is the basics for why it was instituted. So if you know of, of a person of Jewish heritage, you might ask them about Purim and how they do it. Now, their 12th month is different from ours. I think it's like February, March in, in our calendar. But the 13th day of the 12th month, uh, 13th, the 12th, excuse me, the 13th and the 14th day are the two days that they set aside to celebrate that. And if, um, if you want to witness to them, that's a good way. Ask them about Purim and, and, and uh, ask them why they celebrate it and, and to educate you, to help you understand what it is that they're celebrating. And see if they mention Esther. And if not, tell them, you know, well, I know in, in the Christian Bible, as well as the Old Testament Jewish, Jewish Bible, there's the book of Ezra, Esther that has this, this feast and why it was instituted and why you celebrate that. Um, now, I said all that really to tie into communion because there is a huge tie-in. We, um, we were singing a song. Um, what, was the, what was the second song we sang? Redeemer. I, um, not I was singing my Redeemer. What's the, redeemed, how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. So we talk about being redeemed and the fact that uh, of course, our communion is to celebrate that redemption. But what happened in the book of, of Esther really is celebrating God's deliverance of his people. Just like in the Exodus, God delivered his people. And that looks forward to the ultimate deliverance that God brings through the Lord Jesus Christ. God delivered Israel, but they were going to be threatened again and again and again. We know in our history today, Israel is still threatened. There are still enemies of Israel that hate them and want to see them destroyed to this very day, right? We know that. That exists today. So they're still under threat. Um, the church is not quite under that kind of a threat right now, at least uh, not to that degree. I think, <clears throat> I know one day we will be. Um, Revelation tells us that that's going to happen in a day. But my point is this, is that Israel constantly being under threat, the threat for God's people will not go away until the ultimate redeemer takes his place on the throne. When he leads his people um, when he completely eliminates the enemy and we sit in his kingdom with him ruling, then the threat is, is complete. We celebrate communion today to remember what it took for Christ to become our redeemer and how he shed his blood for that. So that's our tie-in to the book of Esther. Let's keep that in mind as, as we um, remember and uh, um, as we remember the Lord's Supper and what it means today. So, leaders, would you come forward? We need to prepare our hearts for communion and uh, remember what it means and, and why we celebrate it today. So let's have a moment of prayer. We're going to pray for the elements of our communion, <coughs> the juice that represents Jesus' blood, <coughs> excuse me, and the
cracker that represents his body. So let's pray for those. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask um, Andy if he would pray for the juice, and and uh, we'll let uh, Lawrence pray for the uh, the cracker that represents Jesus' blood. Would you guys pray? Lord, we just lift up this juice as a symbol um, of the blood that you shed for us, um, of the work that you did dying on the cross. And we celebrate as one body um, that we'll pour ourselves out for your work. And we just ask that you help us um, be mindful of this and focus on this as we spend this time together. Um, Thank you for the cracker we were about to receive, which represents your body that was broken for us, despised, shamed, beaten, and tortured, Lord, spit upon we just thank you for taking a burden of our sins from upon us, something we could not fulfill, Lord. And we just thank you that we have this as a reminder. Pray now as we take it that we um, not do it in vain, Lord, but we do it honoring to you. Before we take, let's remember as we prepare our hearts to um, confess our sin, to um, make that relationship, that fellowship with us, the Lord, and us and each other right. Search our hearts for that as we prepare to take communion. I'm going to ask Brian if you give us a time for silence, for quietness, and then pray for us as a church. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this time of communion, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would just open our eyes to see as you would see, Lord. If there is something in our hearts that should restrict us from celebrating communion, we pray, Lord, if there is a sin that we intend to do, Lord, that we would repent of our evil intention, Lord, so that we could take communion. Or if there is some kind of animosity that we have towards a brother or sister that we have not settled, I pray, Lord, that you would help us to settle that animosity as soon as service is over, Lord. Let us not be those who just say, well, I just won't take communion and let a sin stay that way. Help us to be those who settle that, Lord, so we can celebrate your communion. I pray, Lord, if there are sins, Lord, that we ought to have confessed. And we haven't confessed, Lord. I pray that you would just have us confess done for us. There's no other reason for us to be here if you didn't save us, if you didn't die for us, if you didn't make a way for us to have communion. The only right that you've given us. We have very few rights in our Christian religion, Lord, but this is one of them. So I pray, Lord, that you would help us to te- keep this serious. Focus on your word and your truths in this. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's use the first two rows on each side. If you will come forward. Come forward and be seated. everyone been served this represents Jesus his body he took on a human body so that he could die he could pay the price that was required for sin that price is good for us we trust in Christ and so we appreciate what it took 
to purchase our salvation. Let's remember Christ as we eat together. This represents the blood that Jesus he shed. Blood indicates not just pain and suffering, but his death. He died in his suffering. He suffered to death. He paid the price then for our sin, a price that was required by a holy God that no one else could pay but Jesus himself. Remember Jesus as we drink together. We return our seats remembering Christ and what we've done today to celebrate what he's done for us. like we have time for one or two testimonies before we close things up today so if you have a testimony you'd like to share with us let's do so now Ali you're first um, my testimony is that um, after my baby brother had died they um, had a little thing in Texas um, that they gonna like do a barbecue in honor of him so uh i forgot what it was doing but they had a whole bunch of games and um they had a barbecue and ice cream and lots of treats and stuff like that hmm. good to remember it's good to honor a life and remember a life and no matter how young one is when when they uh when they die it's good to remember good to be remembered all right. All right, Brother Bill. I work with a particularly challenging guy. He believes in nothing except himself. <clears throat> and we lock horns occasionally about Christianity or about politics, anything that I am in favor of, he's vehemently against. <clears throat> so uh, I was thinking about him the other day, and I was thinking, you know, why is the gospel message so hard for these people to see? I mean, we just went through communion here. We each and every one of us understand, you know, what Jesus did on our behalf. And it's just as clear as can be. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, at the fall, sin came into the world. These people can't see anything. It'd be like trying to explain what uh, a sunrise looks like to a blind person. Mm -hmm. They just cannot see because they do not have spiritual eyes. Mm -hmm. That's all the work of Satan. So those of us who have been uh, elected and saved, you know, are, should be doubly glad because God sought us out, brought us into his kingdom. And, uh, you know, I pray for this guy, and I'm trying to witness to him, but it's, uh, it's a long uphill struggle. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the victory is, is at hand, not, maybe not for him, but for many, many others. Mm -hmm. You know, only God can, can open those eyes spiritual blind and makes us appreciate what he's done for us. One more testimony. Well, what Bill was saying is kind of like what I was going to say about for the class that Brian teaches on Sunday. Um, it's so important that I was thinking, well, I, I'm, this is just a suggestion that every member of the church should go through that class. 
Um, it talks about you know creation. It talks about science. It talks about everything that we believe. It doesn't doesn't frighten you. What it does is confirm everything that you've believed mm -hmm. and why you believe what you believe. And I think as believers, we really do need to hold firm to what we what we believe, mm -hmm. and we can't do that unless we we are taught. And Brian is doing a phenomenal job of teaching that class. Mm -hmm. um, I was just thinking the other day, because I'm not making billion-dollar <laughs> decisions anymore, but um, digging in my garden, I'm making $2 decisions, but <laughs> um, <laughs> as I was digging in my garden, I was thinking about who am I, um, the, the choices that I make, um, the sovereignty of God, why was I created, all these things, and all that comes to, to knowledge in Brian's class. And it uh, and I, it just it's such a blessing to be in that class, and I truly do think that if you haven't taken it, and I think you should be not forced, but you should start from the beginning and then complete it because I came in after he had taught the first two, and now I wish I mean we review, but I I'm just saying that I it's just something that we all should go through mm -hmm. as as believers, not as new believers because you really don't grasp everything like it like you really should, but it. As believers of Jesus Christ, we all should be taking that class. Mm. Amen. It's good to see good teaching, and it's good to see good teaching appreciated. All right, Brother Dwayne. Yeah, um, I just want to. I just want to praise God for just being in my life and allow me to be one of His children because. You know, even in my downtime, I was able to witness to somebody that don't even live in this state. And he still showing me that he can use me regardless of what situation, what state I'm in. No matter what, he can still use me. And just praise him because we do serve a mighty God. I was able to get in the choir this morning, be honest. It wasn't truly clear, but he still allowed me to be able to stand with things that I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. And that's singing with my mm -hmm. fellow sisters and brothers mm -hmm. in Christ. I truly praise him for that. Man, what a privilege it is to be together, be with the saints, and to worship God together. Praise God for that. All right. All right. Oh, one more testimony. Okay. I just want to give a testimony about the uh, Thursday night Bible study. Um, I borrowed one of the topics we've been going through for the last couple of weeks. Um, from my Sunday school boys this morning. And uh, part of the introduction of my lesson was talking about, we've been going through this at our uh, Thursday night Bible study and gave a little history and got to share with them that I've been a part of that study for 12 years. And that study has been going on even longer. than I wasn't there when to start. I think they're going for a year or two before that. But that's been going on for 12 years. And just reflecting on that a little bit this afternoon, we've seen... Uh, Many faces come and go. We've seen many changes, um, a lot of marriages, and a uh, bunch of kids coming on now. And now uh, what used to be a late-night Wednesday Bible study, 9 o'clock, after all the church stuff we did, we go and 
grab Wendy's and then go to a nine o'clock study and study until 10 o'clock and then sit and talk and challenge each other till 11.30 and then play video games till one o'clock and then we're in now we're done by about nine o'clock and people are start falling asleep because <laughs> the kids have been running around crazy and all that but I just thank God for uh, for all the work that's been done through that ministry for for growing us together for knitting us together bringing us as uh, brothers and sisters in Christ as a part of that group and as a, a greater part of Sweet Communion and bringing us all and sharing so many things and um, what we started doing recently uh, Brian's been the captain, the, the teacher in that uh, study for a while has just kind of changed, especially with families and kids and kind of attendance here and there. Um, he's taken over the majority of the teaching. But uh, the last few uh, last few weeks, last few months, he's brought each of us in as um, given us a chance to teach and challenge us to study um, unique topics. We've been we've going through the angel of the Lord and looking at Christ's appearance in the Old Testament and how he's manifested through the Old Testament mm -hmm. and uh, just having that kind of unique ability. I've been teaching the, the Sunday School boys for, boys for a while but then to come and teach among your peers it's a, it's a different level. Um, so you got to think differently, you got to study differently but uh, I just thank God for the opportunity and for that idea of Brian's and uh, just for the willingness of the, the Bible study group to do that because that gives us a unique chance to study like I said, and to speak amongst peers, and so you know that these people are sharp in the words, so you got to know what you're talking about, or at least uh, be humble enough to admit maybe you didn't study the right way, or maybe you're looking a different way, but um, it's, it's a, a unique little challenge, I think, is helping each of us to grow um, in different ways that we maybe haven't for a while, or um, at least speaking personally, it's helping me to see some things, and kind of refreshing my, my view on the scriptures and giving me a whole new hunger to pursue and dive a little deeper. So I thank God for uh, for you, Brian, for uh, staying true through all. I thank uh, Heidi. You guys open your house every week. We had a party for Caleb a couple weekends ago, and it is not easy to host <laughs> people at your house, and they do it every week. Um, I think thankful for all the other participants that are there, Shant, her kids, and Michelle brings her kids sometimes, Shimon's there all the time, Jamar comes. And uh, just a little, uh, the little family gathering we have, bringing some food. We bring food and pastor. You'd be proud of us. You're proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> we incorporate that all the time and uh, just share laughs and share, uh, share life. And um, not everyone is there all the time, but um, it's there. It's a constant, and it's a, a unique thing outside of regular church time that we get to share mm -hmm. and uh, focus on the word and just give the kids a, a place to enjoy each other, too, and share mm -hmm. some time together. So. That's my test. Praise God. That, that's good to hear. Brian fills me in on some of the topics um, we're going through, and it's just a blessing to, to have that avenue to, for fellowship, for growth. And uh, so we're interested in that continuing and, and progressing and, and just as a tool God used to build lives. Praise God for that. All right. There's any other testimonies? If not, we're going to close in a word of prayer. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for that's, that which has been shared tonight. We thank you for the opportunity for communion, the testimony shared, and uh, we thank you for your working in so many different ways through your word in our lives. Help us this week as we focus on, uh, help keep our focus on you as we go through um, our week and whatever that involves 
And uh, I just help us to be faithful to you, to trust in you in all our doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.